Praise God, we ain't never had to worry about preaching because we ain't doing the preaching. He's doing the preaching, amen? Praise God, praise God. How many of you know it's His precious Word that speaks life and truth into us? He is the life, amen? He is the truth. It is all about Him. Praise God. Well, we're going to a a place today. Listen, we're going to Luke chapter number 22. Uh, He'll have it up there for you in a moment. But Luke chapter number 22, we're going to be looking at this morning at verses number 31 and verse number 32. And some of you are familiar with this passage and you may say to yourself, I'm already familiar with this. Listen, it doesn't matter where we go or how many times we go there. If we'll open up our hearts to the Word of God, God just might show us something that we've never seen before. I believe every person who walked in the building today has come in with a need. You say, I didn't come in with no need. Well, you just seek God and He'll show you what your need is. Huh? If you can't find it, you ask Him and He'll show you. But boy, what a lesson, what a teaching this is by Jesus Himself. Boy, it can't get no greater than that coming from Jesus Himself. Let's look at verse number 31 and verse number 32 of chapter number 22 this morning. The Word of God says this, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee. (laughs) Oh, ain't that good? That thy faith fail not. When thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. Oh, what a word for us today if we'd just open up our hearts to receive it. Oh, that God would touch us today. What a time of worship we've had. Don't you lose it now. Oh, not when God's at work. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for this day that you've given us. God, another day of life. God, another day to come into your house. God, to worship you in spirit and in truth. God, I do. I pray today you move me to the side. God, I know there ain't nothing. God, apart from you, there ain't nothing good in me, God. So God, as we examine your word today, God, I pray that you strengthen our faith today, God. God, show us how to live, God. Show us how to serve you, God. Show us how to be close to you, Lord. God, that through your very teaching, God, we don't go through this life like a daisy or or God half asleep, but God aware of what's going on around us. God, that we would live a a life, we'd be a people who'd want to live our lives to please you, to honor you, to glorify you, God. God, I believe temptation is all around our people. God, so many fallen by the wayside, God. God, I pray you raise up a generation to be faithful to you, God. God, to serve you, to love you. God, want the best for their lives, God, that they can honor you. God, help us today. God, strengthen us today. God, through this example, God, with Peter, that is not just a story, but God is history. 
God, show us. God, that we would examine our lives this morning. God, that we would walk out changed today. God, I ask you to bless and I ask you to touch. God, I pray you kill every distraction this morning. Oh, God, that we can just zero in on you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen and amen. That thy faith fail not. There's so many today that are, as I just said in my prayer to the Lord, fallen by the wayside, gotten distracted, got downhearted, maybe gave in to the temptations of their life. And listen, folks, temptations can come in many different ways. Boy, many different forms. And listen, uh, Satan himself, he is, he's not uh, coming to you, and it's not saying across his chest, here is Satan. No, he is coming in and he's looking, boy, he's looking cool and crisp and, boy, he's looking like the good thing, folks. He's looking like what's to be desirable today. And many have ruined their lives. Many have, boy, fell to the wayside of what God would have for their lives. But can I tell you, that doesn't have to be. Hmm? And for those who are in the valley of trial and trouble and temptation, it doesn't have to be. God can carry you through, folks. We don't have to stop there. We doesn't have to end there. I know many times uh, we may seem that we want to do that. But we don't have to. We don't have to. Group 215, I have to go back to John chapter 14 this morning. Let not your heart be troubled. You know what's so special about that is that word let. That word let. Boy, God has done everything for us, but we've got to surrender to Him. We've got to surrender to Him. But back to Luke chapter 22 this morning. We pick up with Jesus preparing to go to the cross. Here is uh, Jesus, and you can just imagine, and we can only imagine this morning. What it must have been like, what it must have felt like for Jesus preparing himself for the cross. And can I tell you, there was never a time he was not going to do the will of the Father. He was always going to do the will of the Father. Don't ever, don't ever contemplate that. that listen, that, that would change the deity of my Jesus, and I refuse to do that because it would only happen in my mind. It wouldn't change it in reality. But here he is looking at the sin of the entire world. He's getting ready to take all of that on. And we can only imagine how great that is. Past, present, and future sin. But yet Jesus has come manifested. Come to earth. The God-man. To be beaten and to be mocked. To be placed upon the cross to die for our sin debt. What a Savior. 
and to, and to think about and to imagine all of this that's going on. You say, preacher, why are you bringing that up? Because here where we pick up in verse number 31, I want you to see something so special to you and I, or it ought to be special to you and I. Verse 31 opens up like this, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold. You say, what is so important about that? This morning, you know what's so important about that? There's a lot of lesson here to us. Number one, he goes back to his old name, Peter's old name. And not only does he go back to his old name, you know, God will do things to remind us what we were if you're saved. Huh? And he goes back to his old name, but not only does he go back to his old name, but he says his name twice, and then he uses that word which we've talked about so many times. He says, Behold. If that's not a calling to attention, I don't know what is. Here is Jesus calling to Peter's attention. Simon, Simon, behold. What is he saying? I've got something important to tell you. Oh, can I tell you today, what we really need to do is listen to Jesus. <laughs> you don't need to listen to me today. You need to listen to Jesus. Because right there where he says, Simon, Simon, behold, I believe you could plug in every single one of our names this morning. Wait a minute, I wasn't there. Huh? But you see, we've got the same thing Peter does. Huh? We have a sin problem. We have a flesh problem. We have a worldly problem. We can say that we don't. Could we all just admit that today? We're all battling. And here is Jesus, as bad as that is, here is Jesus who's got all of this on his shoulders. Can you imagine the weight? But yet he stops and he goes straight to Simon. Simon, behold, if that doesn't speak to a personal Savior, I don't know what does. And I say you can plug your name in because I believe Jesus himself is speaking directly to you today. Oh yes, we're in corporate worship, but really the heart of the matter is he's talking to you. He's talking to you. People say so many times, Preacher, why are you preaching on my life? Why are you saying things that I'm going through? Listen, everybody's going through something different. Maybe some are the same. A lot the different. And it's the Holy Spirit of God that's speaking into you. It's the Holy Spirit of God that's calling you out. It's the Holy Spirit of God that is drawing you. Praise God! The work of the Holy Spirit. The work of the Holy Spirit. But notice, it's personal. Praise God, it's personal. Jesus draws right into Simon Peter. And what does he say? And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you. Now here it is, everything that he's got on his shoulders. And he has stopped to teach. He has stopped to give an example. He's, he's here. Hey, he's here. That what? Simon may what? Be prepared for what is to come. You see, there's a, there's a lot here. Number one, Jesus knows what you're going through. 
Jesus knows what's coming tomorrow and next week. Some of you have got doctor's appointments. You have no idea what's coming when you get there. He already knows, folks. He already knows. He knows when you'll take your last breath on this earth. Do you realize that today? He knows right now what concern and what burden you walked in with, and He knows what it's going to take to take care of it. He knows. So what is He doing? He's preparing. And as He's preparing Peter, I believe He's preparing each and every one of us. What does He say? I'll say it again. Satan had desired to have you. And folks, if you don't believe that Satan desires to have you, look around. Look around. Turn on your television. You can see it all around you. Go to the store and see how, listen, see how people are living. See how people are acting. And listen, maybe you walked in today and you're living a life of sin and you need to turn back to God. Praise God today, you can do that. You can do that. And he's calling you to do that today. But the devil is desiring you. It's, no, it's interesting, Brother Steve, that he says, desire to have you. Desire to have you. Why is that? It's not enough, folks, that he can get you off track, that he can get you stumbled, he can get you to fall, maybe even lose your testimony. But if he's got you, guess what? He can use you. He can manipulate you. And what he does in you, guess what? He can do in others. And we live this Christian life like we're going through the motions or something. Preacher, no, I'm not. Well, guess what? Praise God, you're not. But there's been times in my life I fell asleep at the wheel, Brother Leroy. That's just reality. We fall off. And it's not God's fault, it's our fault. Can we just own it this morning that when our relationship with God isn't what it ought to be, it's not God, it's us. It's us. Oh, for us to be warned. To be warned. And it's not a matter, listen, if he's just going to come at you at one, with one thing or, or just at one time, it doesn't work that way. He's desiring you. 1 Peter 5.8 As a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Hmm? We cannot live our lives going through the motions, folks. We can't do it. I mean, here he is. Here is Jesus, the Son of the living God. You do realize that today. And what is he doing? He's teaching him. He is preparing him. I think today about my family. I look at my own home. Do you realize the things that come into our own home that we do not even realize? Oh, that's a big gulf right there. Did you get that? Huh? Did you get that? You see, I, you see, we don't intentionally even do it. Huh? But it happens. But it happens, folks. Oh, think about it today. Those of you that's got children, think about what your children see. Think about what your children do. 
God help us. You know we're so quick today to put a pad in their hands and say, here, run along and play. Oh, we can. Do we even know what's on that pad? Do we even know what's on that phone? Folks, that's just one avenue. There's a, hey, there's a million of them. You fill in the blank. The devil wants to use them all. Sure he does. Sure he does. He is desiring you. Why is that, Peter? Why is he desiring you? Look at there. Jesus tells him, I desire to have you, hey, that he may sift you as wheat. As wheat. And what looks so good, trust me, this morning is so bad. If you know anything about the process of sifting wheat, folks, it is not a pretty process. What do you mean? It, it has beating involved. Hmm? Now see, you might say, well, we want to get to the wheat, so that's a good thing that we do all that. Hey, how about put yourself in there? Huh? Beating, separating, and tossing. Huh? Beating, separating, and tossing. Why are you keep saying that? Beating, separating, and tossing. That's what the devil, that's what the devil was desiring to do with Peter. And that is what the devil is desiring to do with your life. Huh? Folks, he'll do it every time we allow him to. Every time we allow him to. You want a joy ride? You take a joy ride with, with the devil. I can guarantee you it won't be a joy ride very long. You'll end up places you never wanted to be, doing things you never thought you could do. And I don't mean for the good, I mean for the bad. Hear my heart today. <laughs> he desires to have you. I was thinking this, this week about the not only the things that creep in, but the things that we do that we don't even realize we do. What do you mean, preacher? That's very confusing what you're saying. I shop Amazon. I shop online. Anybody? You may not want to admit it, but you're here. Hmm? I love eBay. Sure do. Love to buy books. Amen. But I can go in and I can search for an item. Some of y'all know exactly where I'm going. You can go in, you can search for an item. You can do what I call some research and dreaming because I love to look. Huh? And five minutes later, probably not even really five minutes later, oh, you can get on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Snap. You can get on anything you desire. Huh? And guess what pops up? The very thing you was looking for. Huh? The very thing you was looking for. So what am I saying today? Listen, don't miss this. <laughs> don't miss this. There's things that you do subconsciously. There's things you're not even thinking about, not even intentional, but yet the devil is creeping in through them. Huh? What does it take? It takes a mind, a soul, a body. Listen, truly dedicated and surrendered unto God. And yes, it may take every second. You mean God expects us to live holy and righteous? You better believe it if He's inside of you. Amen. Why? Because He's given you the power to do it. He's given you the power to do it. 
Oh, think about it, folks. He's given you the power to do it. Holy and righteous. But we've got to be aware. We've got to be looking. We've got to be prepared. Prepared. And the Lord said unto Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. And as bad as that sounds, I thank God for verse 32. Oh, we see the, we see the encouraging, the compassionate, loving Savior, folks. Oh, what does he say here in verse 32? But, but I have prayed for thee. Oh, y'all can't get excited about that. Listen, if you can't get excited about that, you can get saved. He'll do something in you. But I have prayed for thee. I have prayed for thee. You say, preacher, what is so special about that? Number one, Jesus is praying for me. <laughs> Listen, I love it, Brother Steve. I, I know you pray. Brother Lee, I know hey, many of y'all pray for the preacher. Maybe all of you do. Praise God. If you ain't, pray for me. Okay, I need it. But to know of all people, Jesus is praying for me. Jesus, the Son of the living God, at the right hand of the Father, He's praying for me. Folks, it's powerful if you get a hold of it. Oh, realize who He is today. He's the advocate for the child of God. (laughs) Oh, He's going on my behalf. On my behalf. Oh, think about that. Notice what else. Notice how that's read right there. Uh, It's important. But I have prayed for thee. Let me ask you a question. Putting an E-D at the end of prayed, what does that mean? It's personal. What else? You said it. It's already done. Oh, some of y'all didn't get that. It's personal, and it's already done. So now here is Jesus. (laughs) You don't believe God goes before you. You better grab a hold of this. Some of y'all need to get a hold of this. Listen, not only does he go before us, he's already prayed for us. So you say, I'm facing this preacher, or I'm facing that. I got tests due this week, or I've lost my job, or they may be closing down. Listen, I don't care. You fill in the blank. He's already went before you. (laughs) Oh, isn't he worthy? Mm. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. And I think, you know what I really think about, and it breaks my heart, all the times I've doubted my God. All the times I've doubted my God. God, I don't know how you're going to do this. God, there's no way I can make it. God, listen, there's no way. There ain't enough. There ain't enough at the end. Who's been there? Huh? But to know He's went before me. And not only has he went before me, he's prayed. He's already prayed for me. Yes, Folks, you know what we got to do? We got to get a hold of who he is. We've got to get a hold of who he is. What is he doing? He's preparing Peter. Now, some of you, I know, when we first went there, y'all were already in your mind, yeah, Peter, I mean, he's going to deny Christ three times. Close the book. Yes, we're going to have trouble. 
Yes. It's going to be bad down in the valley sometimes. But can I tell you, if you're going to get to the mountaintop, you got to go through the valley. Huh? you got to go through the valley. Notice what else he says here. See, people can say what they want to. You want a message? Read the Word of God. Because it's all here. It's all here. You say, preacher, you're crazy. Yeah, I am. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan, I desire to have you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee. And then what does he say? That thy faith fail not. He doesn't say, guess what, uh, Simon, I, it ain't going to happen. I just went ahead and I just dispersed all of it. Don't you worry a bit in the world. You just sit, kick your feet up and relax. Does he say that? What does he say? That your faith fail not. <laughs> Folks, here's the prosperity today. He's going to allow you to walk through it. But he's with you all the way. <laughs> but he's with you all the way. Oh, child of God, how could we ever doubt him? Oh, how could we ever doubt him? That thy faith fail not. We're going to have to walk through it. You want to strengthen your faith today? You know the best way you can do that? Huh? Let him walk with you through the valley. Let him walk with you through the valley. How many of you know he wants to? That's why he said, cast all your burdens upon me. I don't know about you, but it's a burden when i got to walk through the valley. Some of y'all may enjoy the valley, okay? I've heard people enjoy the valley. And that's, if you want the valley, I'll give you mine, all right? You just take two, all right? But I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. He doesn't take him from it, but he goes with him. And, and look at the promise here. <laughs> look at the promise. You need to hang on to something today. Look at the promise right here. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Y'all missed it. Y'all missed it. And when thou art converted... Boy, what does that word win? That means it's going to happen. Huh? That means it's going to happen. What do you mean, preacher? He's going to, not only is he going to walk with you through it, but he's going to get you to the other side. He's going to walk with you through it, and he's going to get you through the other side. Hey, why? Because he's already... There. <laughs> He's already there. <laughs> and so, listen, we battle so much. Oh, you hear me today? We battle so much. He's already there. He's already there. You say, preacher, I'm dying. I got terminal cancer. He's already there. And guess what? If it's his will to take you, you'll already be there. Why? Because he's got you. He's got you. You see that verse that says he's the author and finisher of our faith? That ain't just good talk. Huh? I mean, we look at some verses and we're like, man, that's really inspirational for somebody else. Huh? You know, so-and-so, that'd be a good verse for them right now. No, folks, if you're a saved child of God, guess what? It's for you. Is for you. He's the author and the finisher 
of our faith, of our faith. Oh, what a mighty God we serve. And when thou art converted. This is two pieces and we're closing. For some today, you've never been converted to begin with. Did y'all hear that? For some of you, you're sitting in the church house today and you're lost. And the reality is, you know that if you were to die today, that you'd go to hell. I get no enjoyment in saying that. That's why Jesus came. What? That all might be saved. It's not exclusive to, hey, it's not exclusive to checkbooks. It's not exclusive to size of homes. But it is to those who comes by way of Jesus Christ. He is the way. He is the truth. (laughs) He is the life. For too many, it never got started because they never got converted. They never got saved. And listen, if that's you here today, I'm not beating you up. I'm not trying to condemn you. Lord, help us not to condemn people. We've got nothing but Jesus, who's everything, but that He be seen. And so here's the good news today. You can come and you can receive Him. Oh, is your own Savior. <laughs> Why? Because He's personal. He's personal. Can I ask you this? Or I'm going to tell you this. If Peter wouldn't have had to go through what he did, I wonder what First and Second Peter would look like today. Hmm? That's what was on my heart this morning at 4.30. What would First and Second Peter look like if he wouldn't have had the trials, if he wouldn't have had the temptations, if he wouldn't have had the denials? You see, sometimes you've got to walk through it and get to the other side so it'll be a testimony to other people. Huh? There's people that I've watched go through things and I wonder how in the world are they even making it? How in the world can they even go on? I know they've got to be hurting. I know they've got to be ready to quit. But yet they go on because their faith is strong. Not in themselves, but in the Lord. But in the Lord. Some of you are battling things right now that it would make you stronger. Maybe, maybe for some, it's to bring you closer to Him. And just maybe to be an example to somebody else. We're so quick to quit. I ask you today, would you keep going? What did Jesus say? That thy faith fail not. Heads bowed and eyes closed today.
I wonder today, what is your battle? What is your struggle? What is your temptation? For some of you, it may be that next drink that looks so good. Let's be real. For some, it might be the next hit on a drug. For some, it might be the next lie that we have to keep telling to keep telling lies. Oh, yes, folks. Temptation is real. For some of you, the devil himself is whispering in your ear. I wonder today. Oh, I wonder today, could we just give it to him? And then maybe there's some here today. Listen, you're, you, you, you have no idea who Christ is. But you know you need to receive him. I wonder, why don't you come today? Oh, why don't you come today and have your life right with Christ? Oh, to know that it's not in limbo where you'll spend eternity, but that you know. Oh, there's those already praying. I wonder, why don't you come today? Folks, we can't make it on our own. We need Jesus. We need Jesus. God, God, I thank you for your precious word. God, I pray today, God, you give us the courage and the strength, God, to, God, to step out and seek you, God. God, to know you have a plan for our lives. God, you've got a will for our lives. God, you desire us, God. God, some are in the very heat of the battle. God, I pray you help us today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.